Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Real Quick, episode 103. I am joined alongside my beautiful co-host, Mr. Tyler C. Whitmore. Today, one of my more anticipated Real Quick reviews for, for multiple reasons, we are going to be reviewing Neil Marshall's The Descent. Um, this is one of my favorite horror movies ever. Um, this is a horror movie... I'm very happy that we finally got you to watch, Tyler. I wish Cam was here because I would have loved to see his reaction to that movie. Um, so this was recommended, before we get into our review, this was recommended by one of our patrons, Mr. Reese David. So shout out Reese David for the recommendation. And as always, guys, if you'd like to have the opportunity to, to recommend us movies, drafts, uh, rankings, games, or just anything you guys want us to talk about on these real quicks. Check out our Patreon. Check out our tiers. Um, everything is there for you guys. Um, so let's just get let's just get right into it because I, I'm really excited to talk about this. I haven't. Um, I was even looking back at like my old letterbox reviews of the Descent. I've I've reviewed it, and I think it's pretty obvious that I, I love this movie. Uh, but I've never like really dove into it, so I'm pretty excited to do that right now. And I'm also excited. Because you and I have not chatted, Tyler, since you watched the movie. So I, I don't really know what you think of the movie. Um, so we're going to start right there with you. Thoughts on The Descent? I'm curious. I know you don't have the highest tolerance for horror. How are, how are you handling this movie? Uh, and then just what were your initial thoughts coming out of it? Yeah, so there's been a lot of horror movies I've watched this month or just in general from the podcast recommended by you guys, just either reviewing it on the pod or just highly regarded by you guys. So I give it a watch. And um, usually like I come away from most of the time, I'm like, Oh, it wasn't that scary. Like I, I was able to handle it fine, but the descends definitely like a proper scary movie. And one of the top letterboxed reviews is like, um, someone's like, I have, I have a super high tolerance for horror movies. So when people told me to watch this because it was scary, I usually just like write them off and I'm just like, Oh, whatever. You, you've only seen like three movies. That's why I think it's scary, but it's actually like made my skin crawl. And yeah, this movie's definitely like really scary for multiple reasons. The first half is like a different type of horror where it's mostly like, you know, anxiety, claustrophobia, um, kind of fear the dark like what's lurking kind of suspenseful and then like around like the halfway point maybe like 55 minutes in or so it like hits a switch and then it becomes like full-on jump scare horror movie like jump scares a, a plenty probably like 12 in like a 30 minute time span so yeah it kind of just like switches breeds from like a, a suspenseful anxiety driven horror to then like a jump scare heavy horror so it, it kind of gets you from all angles and um, yeah, I was definitely scared of this movie. Uh, I, I, I knew that going into it. I was like, yeah, this is going to be <laughs> freaking scary. But uh, yeah, it's like these girls, like what, like five of them or no, six friends. I guess I'm looking at the synopsis. I was a six, six girls go caving, uh, exploring some caves and their adventure goes horribly wrong. Um, and yeah, I kind of put my letterbox reviews like uh, just because like I was just teasing it because I wasn't going to say too much since we're talking about it here. But I was like, is this just like a scary movie terrifying caving expedition gone wrong turned into like a jump scare filled horror movie or is this like a brilliant like analysis of mental health trauma and grief and that's why i think like elevates it from horror movies that are like i don't know like horror movies i feel like are like gonna be like a i mean we literally just had a draft yesterday of movies that are under the three star and i feel like that's a big thing that makes a lot of people not love horror movies is if they're just there for the scares there's nothing deeper a lot of people walk away from them they're just like and that was like fine. There was whatever. It wasn't anything moving the needle. But stuff like the descent is proper scary while also like actually 
being a real deep analysis of like actual like themes here in terms of like trauma and grief. Um, because I, I texted this in the group chat and then this is the only thoughts you guys already know about the movie for me is that I thought the opening scene was like so dumb. Cause like it starts off with like, so what? Like, it's like, she's like a, a wife and has like a husband and then like has kids. Like, I don't really know like their relationship to her, but like, yeah, I, they, I they, they weren't that. clear on like the relationship. But I think it's assumed that that's her kid. And then it's either whatever boyfriend, fiance, husband, they're, they're romantically involved is what I think the movie was getting at. Right. And like they get in a car accident and it's like a final destination style where it's a truck and then like the beams of like that the truck was carrying like fly off and fly through the windshield and just like kill everyone in the car except her. Uh, It injures her pretty bad, but she goes to the hospital and survives. But like it's one of those that it was just so like I feel like that Neil Marshall or whoever wrote this movie actually like had like this great idea for a movie. But they just couldn't figure out like how to make like the trauma hit in the beginning. So then they just like wrote like the sloppiest death scene ever. I was like, that was just like so stupid. Because the rest of the movie is like quite good and like well thought out. So the fact like the opening death and like the fact that it wasn't like a quick like I don't know. It was like probably like a six second lead up to where like you like get the shot from like the behind the car where you like see them going in. And you like see the crash is about to happen. I'm like, this is really about to happen. Like it's like n- just shows it. I'm just like. <laughs> It was just unfolding in slow motion. I was like, this is so, this is gonna be so stupid. <laughs> and then, Cause it's like stuff we've seen all the time, you know, like we see it in, like yeah. get out where like, you know, they hit something and the, the deer. Yeah. Yeah. And there was just some, there was just a movie I watched like recently, a horror movie where like some people die the same way in a car. And it's just like, it's just like, just pay attention to the road when you drive. It's just such a common <laughs> trope. But, but from there, like it, it just starts off so dumb, but then it goes so well after that. And I feel like the, the thing is, and the reason I bring it up is the, the opening scene I think is dumb, but if they didn't have the opening scene, then this movie would just be what I said at first. Like it's just like a horror movie filled with jump scares, like scary, fun time, horror filled. But that opening scene where like she witnesses her family die and she's dealing with that trauma is what like makes it that extra layer where it's like actually like a deep horror movie where like they're going deeper into the cave and you can say they're going kind of going deeper into like her Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline trauma that she's going through because obviously you know there's a lot of horrors down in that cave and the deeper she goes the scarier it gets and she has friends there with her trying to help her get through it but she kind of has to realize she has to get through it on her own at the end of the day and definitely a lot of just themes throughout her exploration into the cave going deeper and finding the horrors and terrors that lie in there and trying to get out and trying to escape and survive um have to do a lot with her own depression and trauma from the original accident at the beginning of the movie so while i think the opening scene was dumb that set it into motion it like really works thematically. I just think they could have been a little more creative with like how her family died. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of went on for a while there, but I, I, I really liked it. I gave it a 7.6 out of 10 for four stars. Definitely yeah. very scary. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm excited to talk more about it with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely take that four stars. Um, yeah. Like I've said, th- this is one of like my, my favorite horror movies out there. I, I, would say i scare pretty easily i'm still very welcoming of horror but i still do scare pretty easily but on rewatch i find that a lot of horror movies just don't hit they're not as impactful when it comes to their fright 
Um, but Neil Marshall's The Descent is one of those movies that just never fails to just fuck me up. Um, it, it It's so claustrophobic and it's so like you said from that opening scene like they kind of set the stage for the rest of the movie so it makes for just this very anxiety driven experience and this movie just never fails to not make my skin crawl and then once we get to because like you said the first the first i guess we'll say 45 minutes to an hour of the movie it's very like okay what's lurking in the darkness type of horror it's very claustrophobic horror there are a lot of uncomfortable scenes where our characters um can we just get into spoilers just because yeah yeah i kind of went into that i feel like i feel like i'm real quick so it's like purely dedicated to the movie it's like yeah it's your own fault if you're getting spoiled from yeah not that i'm gonna spoil anything big i'm just gonna like say some things um but yeah the first like hour of this movie it's very what's lurking in the darkness horror there's a lot of instances where our characters are stuck between rocks and it's just it's very uncomfortable to look at there's a lot of instances where our characters have to you know jump from a ledge to a ledge and there's like a lot of like very small editing choices that like keep you on your toes and just make you feel very like uncomfortable because like oh what if this whatever what if this wire snaps or something it's like it's very well executed again anxiety driven horror um and it, and it's one of the few horror movies that i could rewatch several times and just continue to feel uncomfortable while watching and then you get into that back half of um of the movie and obviously we're introduced to or i mean i wouldn't even say introduced it's this dude is still just lurking in the background but we're like somewhat introduced to the creature i don't know the the dude um who has been lurking in the background following them and, and this this claustrophobic horror movie now turns into uh you know this hide and seek fight for your survival type of horror movie um and that's when the jump scares kind of come into play and i would have loved seth to be on this episode because i would have loved to hear his thoughts on this one thing but seth and i are both not big jump scare horror people we've said it time and time again, we think it's lazy. We think it's a very lazy way of, you know, scaring their audience. I like what you said earlier, where, you know, a lot of horror movies you see rated lowly, just rely on jump scares. So like in the moment they're frightening, but you leave the theater, you leave watching it and they're just, they're forgettable. You know, there's nothing Mm -hmm. memorable about these movies, but what I think the descent does so well is it's coupling this jump scare horror with what you said, this, you know, I guess we'll call it this portrait of mental health. Uh, and I think it just works very well. The jump scares in this movie are very, very effective in my mind. And I don't think they're used for the cheap scare. And the reason I say that when it comes to the descent is because the first hour of this movie still scared the shit out of me. And there weren't any jump scares. Then mm-hmm. the back 45 minutes of this movie basically takes that, um, you know, that those themes of grief that we saw in the first half, those those claustrophobic frights, and then it just piles on the jump scare. So I think it works super effectively in this movie, and I absolutely love that about it. Um, I keep saying, and I think I texted you guys this, I couldn't wait to talk about one specific scene. So I'm going to give like a formal spoiler warning now. I know I know, <laughs> I haven't really spoiled anything yet, but like now I'm going to spoil one particular scene. The first, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. This was, in my mind, 
when this happened, the first time I watched this movie, I legitimately, I was lying down in my bed, like fully, like fully lying down and I shot up and my jaw was on the floor. Um, the first scene where the group of girls is like truly fighting that being mm-hmm. towards the end of it. One of the girls has like a knife and she, oh, quick, yeah. she quickly turns around and stabs who we initially think is the dude, but it's actually her friend. That one, that was crazy. That moment legitimately like put my jaw on the floor. It was it's like one of the most memorable sequences in horror that I could ever have imagined that I've ever seen. And it's 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 just moments like those that make this such like a long lasting movie for me. A movie that just has this like crazy lasting impression on me, which like and I'm by no means comparing this movie to hereditary, but Mm-hmm. be like what this movie like made me feel and how it impacted me after watching it is very or i should say hereditary is very the descent esque because the descent actually came first mm-hmm. um but yeah th- this is one of in my mind just like the most bone chilling horror movies out there uh my first ever review of this on letterbox just says catch me never in a fucking cave um, I think that setting itself. And sorry, I'm rambling. If you want to jump in, just just no, jump no, no. in whenever. Um, but one of the things that I love about this movie, and I think, again, I'm not by any means comparing the two movies because I think The Shining is a significantly better movie. But what The Shining and The Descent both do very well is they utilize their environment to their advantage. They make the Overlook Hotel and these caves just feel like a character of their own i know you mentioned that like lurking horror and that lurking horror just kind of like gives this environment a personality which and i'll say it time and time again when i review this movie it just adds to that like uncomfortable feeling and and when a movie whether it be neil marshall's the descent in horror whether it be even charlotte wells after sun and just emotional depression when a movie can like physically make me react i think you're a fantastic movie and and the descent is one of those movies that just never fails to like just make me react both like physically emotionally scare really i guess we'll call that a word um i'll stop there you you can continue if there's anything specific you want to talk about but i i just fucking love this movie i'm, I'm really happy that, that you also enjoyed it um my goal in life is to get cam to watch this movie <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a tough one <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah i it's i definitely would say i did prefer the first half in terms of the style of horror i usually like like i like that anxiety suspenseful whereas the second half which is more jump scare heavy i definitely like still really enjoyed it because i think they did it well but i definitely enjoyed the first half more i do think there were some jump scares that were a little like cheap and stupid like it's the kind where like you know like you kind of roll your eyes a bit because you like you see it coming a mile away. You're like, all right, yeah. just do it already. Like, there's so many times where like they'll hear something, so then they'll like crack on their light or something, and just be like slowly waving it around. I'm like, yeah, okay, like just give me give me the jump scare. I know something's <laughs> gonna jump out. Or like when the V when they like record in the night vision on the night camera, they, like slowly look around the floor. Um, the very well, end that, when she like goes to her car, like and like that's the girl pops one of, up. Like the I think it was 
and I'm going to be, I didn't rewatch this movie for this review because I had rewatched mm-hmm. it like two or three weeks ago. So you remind yeah. me because you probably have a clear memory. The first time you see like that creature, did they have the night vision or were they looking through their iPhone camera with the light on? Because I believe that, it what, was, what, yeah. Yeah, that. go, go. Because I think the first time they noticed it was the, I can't remember her name, the, the main character girl. Yeah. Like she kind of like you see, kind of see it in the distance, but like as the viewer, you don't really know if you saw anything. She's like telling her friends, like, "Yo, I think I saw a man back there," and then they're like, "No, you didn't." And then like she sees it again, and then again as the viewer, you're like, "Did you really see something?" But the first time you fully see it is not night vision. I think it's like a light because I think the first time you fully see it is like on the ceiling or some shit, and like you know, like yeah, jumps yeah, down or something. Yeah, yeah, that that scare that scared the shit out of me. Because no, yeah, that the first yeah. Time, that's... Did you did you know that that was gonna like? Did you know that that's where the movie was going to go? No, I, I knew nothing about this movie. I only knew okay. what I could gather from the poster and the name, like the descent. Like I, I was like, oh, they're going to be trapped in a cave and it's going to be like a, they're like, like, I didn't think there's any like creatures or anything in that. No. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a good thing. Cause that, that same thing with me. The first time I watched the descent, I had no idea like what I was getting myself into. I really thought like, okay, this is just a, you know, cave dive gone wrong kind of movie. Um, so like the first time that like, like you said, like it's a jump scare, like the camera's panning and you're like waiting for something to happen. Like in that moment, I'm like, okay, like a rock is going to fall or something. And that's going to be the scare. So when like that little creature popped up and like, he was like, he kind of looked like Smeagol, like all like in the corner, Mm -hmm. just like all like in the fetal position or something. Um, that scared the fuck out of me. Cause in that moment, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, yo, where are we going right now? I was like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, literally it was like a scene or two later was what we just talked about where the girl stabs her friend. And I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, like this movie really just ramped up like crazy in the matter of like 20 minutes. Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Once it, once it first kind of kicks into gear, it's really unrelenting. It just doesn't stop. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great horror movie, but there's this, still those elements where it's just like such a like, the, the silly, stupid moments. Like when they first see the guy down there and the, the friends or some of the friends are like, oh, there's a guy down here. Like, let's go ask him like how we can get out of here. And they're like so deep and lost in a cave. It's like, there's a dude down there. Catch me yeah. not going up to him. And, like, he's like, not going to help you get out. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not going to be helping you get out. I think he's there for the long haul. But it's it, this is one of those things that like I, I love analyzing film and analyzing movies, but like I also feel like a pretentious asshole sometimes doing it. And like this is yeah, one I of those mean, where like for you're sure absolutely like, right in this case. That this movie, <laughs> as much as I love this movie and I do love it, I, I personally give it a four and a half out of five stars, um, which has gone up for me. Initially, this was a four star movie, and then after my second and third rewatch, I was like, you know what? I, I have the same reaction every time I watch this movie. It deserves to be a four and a half. But regardless of that four and a half, there are still stupid decisions made in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even yeah. even like the opening scene, I don't disagree with you that it's very corny. Yeah. Um, so like, don't think like I'm gonna like defend those aspects of the movie. There are some dumb decisions in this movie that are made. Yeah. No. I mean, like, it more can be like annoying to be like the like like people aren't super into film like the call you like you know like an annoying like english professor or something when you like look at all the deeper meanings of things like oh it's just a movie because like there's definitely a movie like i watched i'm like sure you could easily enjoy this just like a horror movie that's like a fun horror movie which it like is but also like i just feel like there's so much with her that's like battling her own like trauma from like her family dying like even like when she kills her friend i feel like i was like a good like you kind of like just like a 
something like I pulled away from it. It's like, you know, when you're battling your struggles and depression and trauma, like you're not trying to like bring your friends down with you or like you might do some stuff, like say something bad to a friend or like do something wrong to your friend when it's like stab him in the throat. Yeah, literally. And it's not like you trying to do that. Like you're just, you know, you're, you're battling your own demons. And like some people get caught in the crossfire when you're trying to get out of your own struggles and like your friends trying to help you and get out of these dark places. But at the end of the day, like you kind of have to like as much as they can help you and will help you, like you have to be able to get out on your own, which she ends up doing. Like she's the one who finally gets out on her own. Um, and then like, just like the final jump scare was her friend being in, her dead friend being in the car with her. So it's kind of like, sweet like new trauma unlocked like i got this thing now i gotta <laughs> gotta be carrying with me forever now too it's like i just got done with that battle um and and i kind of got like the creepers too like and like again this is where i just like find it like annoying me personally because i'm just like oh like, i kind of hate myself for like looking this deep into stuff but like the creepers being blind and not being able to always see you i feel is like they're always lurking in the caves they're always down there but they don't really come after you unless they're like acknowledged. So I feel like it's kind of like your trauma is like always going to be with you no matter what, even when you fully get over it, like it's still going to be there. Like those creepers are still going to be down there, but like, unless you acknowledge them or unless like you confront them, like they're kind of just lurking underneath the surface, waiting for you to kind of waiting to come out and snatch you when you're least expecting it. But uh, yeah, it's just a cool movie, man. And uh, I definitely had a good time with it. Definitely very scary. Um, It's, crazy because like so last night like riley and i watched not like a documentary but like a youtube breakdown of like a guy in utah in 2009 called the nutty putty cave um i don't know if you've heard of this but (laughs) it's it's like which came out this happened in 2009 so like the descent came out in 2005 so kind of your own fault you should have saw this and been like not doing that (laughs) so like in utah there's like these lakes or these caves that are kind of you know i'm sure you've seen like videos of the kind where you know you basically have to like you kind of like worming like an inchworm through them. Yeah, like they're yeah. so small, but people, some people just like get off on that. And I was like, I don't know how you could do that. Um, but starting in the 1960s, people love to go in these Utah caves and kind of explore these really super claustrophobic caves. And this dude in 2009 went like with a group of friends and he got stuck in it. They like went down a wrong thing and he got like oh. completely stuck. So they had to get like emergency services, try to get him out but he was like so deep and so like crammed in there that they like couldn't get him out. And it was like a 26 hour long rescue effort of like trying to like tie a rope around him and pull him out. But like then the rope would snap. Cause he's like way deep in there. So like paramedics to even get to him, had to like go through all these caves and like try and pull him out, like through this like intricate, like web of all these things. It was just like basically impossible to get him out. And then ultimately they were unable to ever get him out. So he just like died down there. And for like years, apparently Utah was trying to stop people from going down there because it was so dangerous. And like, they had to keep going down there to rescue people. But this is the first person got stuck down there and d- died. And literally they just like filled it with concrete. Like he's, his dead body still down there and they just poured tons and tons of concrete down there and just sealed it up. Like no one's fucking going down these damn caves anymore. Cause it's too dangerous. So it's so just fucked. in cement down there. And uh, that's just, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. But like, I don't get, and like, that's, the, that's why I like the first half of this movie better. Cause like I, when, when I watched the documentary with Riley, just like 20 minutes, like they didn't, tell it in like a way to scare you they were just literally like telling the facts of what happened yeah but i was like almost on turn i'm like i'm getting like a- more anxious than i was watching the descent maybe because it was real but i was like ho- i was like holy shit this yeah, is so claustrophobic <laughs> yeah and like they're showing like the foot like the rescue footage of like him just like trapped and i'm like oh fuck dude like i don't get how people anytime i see those videos on tiktok or whatever i'm like how do people do this as a hobby yeah. like a just cave exploring in general deep there's like in the descent like they're not going through like tiny wormholes but like i would never want to go that deep in these freaking caves it's no, just too psychotic. creepy psychotic. and then the, the type of people that like these just like close like cave encounters just like 
just crazy, man. Like that's that's why the descent is so effective because it gives you the jump scares that scare you, but also like the premise is something that people actually do, like go caving, and yeah. you could easily see it going wrong, and uh, it goes very wrong. I'd love to hear like a, I'd love to like hear the opinion of like a cave diver who watches the descent, like to see if they enjoy the movie. <laughs> yeah or if they've ever encountered any of these yeah creepers. or if they've ever just seen a dude in the corner and acknowledged it <laughs> mm -hmm. um all right that that do you have anything else you want to mention on the descent you said 7.6 for four yep, stars exactly yep and i go my four and a half star rating um but that'll wrap up our review of neil marshall's the descent and i did double check he he, he did also write the movie as well um okay. so yeah um, that'll wrap up our review of Neil Marshall, the descent, one of my personal favorites. So really happy that you checked it off the watch list. Really happy that you, you even enjoyed the movie. Um, so, uh, thank you all for stopping by shout out Reese David, our, our beautiful patron for the suggestion of the, of, uh, of the descent. Um, that'll wrap up episode 103 and we will see you guys next week for real talk episode 59, 59.